Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Women Who Rock With Success, which is an award-winning show for professional women. We profile a collective of amazing women who are thriving to build their brand. Women are handpicked in various fields who can provide credible information to build your business and lifestyle. We are live each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigates. To learn more about us, go to our website at www.womenwhorockwithsuccess.com. Now, let's join our podcast host in the studio, Mrs. Diane Winbush. And good morning and welcome to Women Who Rock With Success. This is your host, Ms. Diane Winbush, and we're thankful that you tuned in with us on today. And... um yeah, we're we're excited. We're excited. So um, today we're going to be talking about a little bit about fitness and nutrition, and um, with new fitness and nutrition, well, that's in the summertime. No, we need to be fit before and after, and that's around holidays, uh, summertime, springtime, all four seasons. So today our guest is going to be a social media mogul, uh, Rebecca Louise. And so, uh, with that being said. Um, Rebecca Louise is a global fitness uh, certified trainer, best-selling author of It of It Takes Grit, and founder um, of the BTES Fitness app. An international fitness entrepreneur, Rebecca's mission is to help others overcome excuses and achieve lasting change. That is, uh, gamered her over 400 million views. Her podcast, It Takes Grit, uh, crested 250,000 downloads and has featured influential names including Olympic medalist um, Katie Hoff, Chris and Lori Harder, Dr. Josh X, and Casey Hope. So her success um, and insights have been highlighted in Vogue, Cosmetolian, uh, entrepreneur and many other publications, and so she served as a face for Le. I cannot even pronounce this Le Corque Sportif, and being an ambassador for globally uh, recognized brands including Nike, Amazon, Nordic, uh, Track, GrowPro, and Disney. So, uh, good morning, and we're going to welcome her to the platform, uh, Rebecca. Good morning. Hello there. How are you guys doing today? Doing great, doing great. Just, you know, it's in the fall, but we're still energized for this fitness. See, that's what I like right there. It's fitness. We're still doing fitness. Um, as I explained to the audience before uh, you had chimed in, I said a lot of times we get caught up, you know, saying that it's for just for the springtime. No, this is an all-around season, you know, that we need to work on our fitness and nutrition as women. So um, I have shared also with the audience a little bit about you, so we still want you to be able to come in and share a little bit um, in your own words um, as to how you got started um, as a fitness um, nutrition and how it was able to be able to grow. You know, as I explained to women, too, people are looking for facts. They're looking for, um, you know, for things to be able to be valid in order for people to be able to trust our brand. So go ahead and share a little bit about us as to how you got started and perhaps maybe some things that you did before, then you kind of maneuvered or transitioned into this fitness world. 
Yeah, well, thank you so much, first of all, for having me on this show. I'm so excited. And you're right. It's about moving our bodies all through the year because if we can create that consistency, it's going to be way easier in the summer to really keep going on to do that workout. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so I grew up playing loads of different sports. I was a South of England field hockey player. I was a trained dancer. And I just loved sports and sports teams. And in my late teens, I actually suffered with an eating disorder. I got down to about 86 pounds. Um, I really struggled with my body image and wanting to be at the, the size zero. That was the craze in the 90s. It wasn't about being fit and healthy. It was literally about being how skinny can you be. Um, and so I really mm-hmm. struggled with my body dysmorphia for a couple of years. I ended up moving to London at 19 years old. I did a reality TV show, and then I started working for an investment bank. So nothing that even mattered, like nothing matches. If you really look back about my whole career, um, I've taken mm-hmm. some random different pivots. And I think that that's, you know, one of the greatest things that we can do is just to try everything and see what really fits for us. Um, and when I was 22 years old, we had that volcano ash cloud that happened in Iceland. I don't know if you remember, about 10, 11 years ago. And it grounded mm-hmm. all the airplanes. And I was living in London at the time, and it was kind of crazy. I was, a, I was a party girl. I was a club promoter. You know, I was trying to get into girl bands, and I was trying to be a backing dancer. I mean, I was trying everything right, just to make a name of myself. Um, I can't sing, by the way. Uh, but I had singing lessons, but I definitely can't sing. But it definitely helped me later on in life learning how to, uh, to work out and talk at the same time. But yeah, I... I watched a plane land on the news and I remember thinking, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to America and become a pilot. Uh, so at 22 years old, um, I flew to California uh, where I used to watch Laguna Hills growing up on MTV and thought, one day, Lauren Conrad, mm-hmm. I'm going to be driving down PCH in my convertible and you know, we're going to go out for lunch together, right? That was my vision. Mm-hmm. And so I got to <laughs> California. I did all my whole license. Um, and then, you know, once I'd done all my whole license, my whole commercial license, back to the UK to do all my written exams, I did that. And then I realized, I'm like, Rebecca, like, what are you doing as a pilot? Like, this is not what you're meant to do. This is not who you're meant to serve. But I loved California. And uh, I managed to get myself a visa to get back out there and thought, you know what, my British accent is going to work great in Hollywood. Didn't realize that there's loads of British people in Hollywood at the same time. Um, but ended mm-hmm. up going for an audition to be on a YouTube channel, which was about fitness. And, uh, and realized in the audition that my one talent in life is talking and working out at the same time. And uh, I've been doing that ever since. So I worked for a channel for 18 months, got paid $40 per episode. And then after that channel just stopped filming, it was about 18 months until I had the confidence and the courage to make my own channel. And from there, it's been six years. We have an app now, a book and merchandise. And, you know, now I just get to impact women all over the world, feel good about their bodies, feel strong, feel Mm -hmm. confident, and feel like they're part of a community. Absolutely, absolutely. So in regards to that, um, you know, this year we have had a lot of, um, you know, pageant winners and stars on the show, and a lot of them actually kind of started out, they had issues with bulimia and also orexia. So how would you empower a woman? See, because sometimes I think we get it confused as women. We know that we're supposed to be fit, but we feel that if we go to the anorexia issue, we figure we feel that that is resolving the issue. I'm fit, you know, I'm, I'm down to a size, as you stated, size zero or a size three. But I think that women get caught up in the... And they hustle and bustle. They feel that if they lose all of this weight first, this will help them to be able to um, um, be fit 
or be nutrition. I think it starts with food and exercise. That's just my take on that. So I want you to be able to share with the audience as to how you would empower an individual if they are in a transition of losing weight versus them trying to go anorexic. Sometimes we can overdo it as women. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think for me, too, it was a bit of a control thing. Um, you know, I, I wasn't feeling my best at, this, my, at that time. I was, if you're around toxic people, if you're being bullied or there's something that's going on, that can make you really want to suppress your food and, and have control over food because you don't feel like you have, you know, control over everything else. So I would say it's 20% fitness, it's 80% nutrition, but it's 100% your mindset. Because just because you lose this weight, it doesn't mean to say that you're going to be happy. You know, it's about feeling that happiness within inside of you. Like, you know, how are you reacting things? Like, are you putting negativity out online? Are you being negative to others? Because if you come from a place like that, it's going to be really hard to find your happiness and have high energy all throughout the day. You know, if you think about it, like, if you're constantly putting out negativity about your body, or about others, mm-hmm. right, that's just so draining. Like, you're drained by the end of the day. You've got <laughs> yep. no great energy left. You're just, like, exhausted Absolutely. because you've just, you know, exhausted mm-hmm. all of your negative energy. And so I started to switch that, you know, instead of, like, when things happen to me, how I would react, you know, whether it was hitting my car into somebody else or if it was, like, somebody cutting you off on the, on the freeway or whatever it was. Like, everything in life is about how we react to something. It's not really what mm-hmm. happens to us. It's just how we react. You know, the other day I I hit my new car and I busted a tire on it. And, you know, I was like, you know, oh my goodness, that's that's so bad. But in my head, I'm like, I'm in Laguna Beach. Like, this is amazing. And I've got a beautiful brand new car. Like, yes, it's a little bit annoying that I've hit my car and I've got to buy a new tire. But like, nobody died. We're all okay. And I wasn't going to allow that to ruin my lunch. Like, I wasn't allowing that to ruin my day because it already happened. You know, so I think a lot of times it's how we react to things. And that's especially when it comes to food, like how we react to that energy and how we react to the relationship Mm -hmm. that we have with food. And you know what? If you're trying to get to a size zero, like one brand is going to say that you are a size zero. Another brand is going to say that you're size two. You know, so Mm -hmm. you don't even know really what size that you are because every brand has their own kind of sizing guide. Um, And so for me, it's about knowing that, it's not about, you know, being obsessive about getting to a certain weight or even putting on a certain amount of muscle to get toned. I think about it as your overall life. How much do you want your life expectancy to go up? What do you want your life mm-hmm. and your body to feel like in your 60s, 70s, 80s? Like what you do today will have an impact later on. So it doesn't matter about staying in perfect shape like all the time. There's no such thing even as perfect, right? But think about, like, how mm-hmm. am I treating my body on a daily basis so that when I am 60, 70, 80, 90, I'm still running around, I've got my health, I'm feeling good. Because when you're that age, all you care about is that you can move freely and that you feel good. You don't care that you're in, like, ridiculously great shape, right? So that's <laughs> what I always teach people is, like, let's just focus on having really great nutrition and moving your body daily and feeding your mind with positive personal development so that when you are older, you have a better quality of life rather than being obsessed with what, you're, what you actually look like right now. Okay, okay, great. That's awesome. So in one of your, your missions, um, your, one of your mission goals is to help women feel like the best version of yourself every single day by bringing them exciting workouts and tasty recipes. And so now this is something 
um, that um, um, I would love for you to talk to the women about because a lot of times we 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 run to supplements, we run to you know there's no sweat equity. We don't want to you know do the sweat equity. And so for a week, I know for myself, I had went out and I exercised, and it seems like there was more energy and oxygen that was there. So talk to us a little bit about the the the, the uh, paying it forward in regards to um, um, doing the, the, the meals, balancing the meals out, getting your calendar, making sure that you're doing your diet. And, and as you stated, there's no such thing as you're going to have a perfect, um, you know, a perfect body or what have you and things, but you work that goal so you can be able to lengthen your, your, um, your lifespan. And so a lot of times we run to, as women, we run to supplements that are on television, we run to the GNC store, but then we don't want to exercise. Now, what type of supplement can offer a woman to lose weight without any exercise? And so I think that's a little dangerous there, uh, me uh, speaking personally. So I want you to be able to share with the audience a little bit about that as to how the drive can be able to help you help um, uh, uh, women um, to be able to um, Thrive. I think it's a it's a it's a it's a self empowerment too. Once we do the meals and we do the workouts and what have you, versus us trying to take these supplements so we can bypass all of the hard sweat equity. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you you said it right. It's like there's no easy way to get healthy, right? You don't need to cut corners because if something comes too easy, it's gonna it's gonna go right. So it's all about mm-hmm. actually having um, a balance of everything. You know, if you want to if you want to lose weight, it's going to be 20% is going to be the fitness. It's so important to move your body because it makes you feel good, right? You said it like you mm-hmm. you had more energy, like you feel better. Why wouldn't we want to exercise every day? Because it's the one thing that's free that's going to make us have more energy. It's going to re- make us look younger. Um, and it's going to keep our body moving like that's and it's free like we can move around for completely free mm-hmm. you know so many times we mm-hmm. want to spend all this money on all the different creams to make us younger and all of the you know all the different things but at the end of the day like exercise is free and it is the best way to really mm-hmm. uh, make you make yourself younger uh, but it's just about making sure that it's like a non-negotiable that's in your schedule you know I use Google Calendar I'm, I'm very strict with uh, with my calendar if it's not in the calendar I'm going to miss it it's not going to happen um, and so putting it into your calendar every day and finding an accountability partner that will text you and say, hey, even if you're not together in real life, it's like, hey, are you doing mm-hmm. a workout right now? Yeah, me too. Like maybe you just get on a Zoom or a FaceTime and you do the workout together. Um, but you make it part of your day. Like it's just scheduled in. And also if you miss a day, you miss a week, don't beat yourself up. I feel like so many women like really beat themselves up about missing a workout, mm-hmm. having a meal that's not the best <laughs> for them. And it's like, let mm-hmm. it go. Frozen says it the best, right? Just let it go. Because there's nothing that you can do about the past. You can just improve mm-hmm. for the future. You know you know how it made you feel. You know that you feel better when you work out. So great, let's just start that again. And then when it comes to food, you know, I'm definitely not the best cook in the world. In fact, I very rarely turn my oven on. I get everything meal prepped for me. Um, because that's what works best for me and it helps me stay on track. So I, I use a meal delivery right. company um, that I've been using for a couple of years and I love them and I get to go on and I just pick my food and I'm you know, picking the healthy options. 
And so that's just delivered to my door. So it takes away the thinking. The less that you can think about things through the day, the more chance that you're going to have to succeed. When you're like, I don't know what workout to do. Like, that's why we literally give people on my app a workout to do every day. You don't have to think about it. And it's the same with, like, if you're getting, you know, a meal prep. It's like, great, these are the meals that you get to select from. Pick that. We have to make so many decisions through the day mm-hmm. about tiny things. Mm-hmm. I think like, it's something ridiculous, like how many decisions that our brain makes per day. So if we start to overfill it with, like, okay, what workout am I going to do? Like, you know, which food am I going to make? Like, what's the recipe I'm going to do? You know, it's like mm-hmm. th- that's when it gets, like, overwhelming. So take away too many options. Just get something that you can simply follow and do that. Uh, but one of the biggest things that I have found is, is a shift of a lot of my community is the personal development side is the mindset, you know, because if you can get a good mindset and you can feel good um, about yourself, you're more likely to do the exercise. You're more likely to spend the time and get organized to do the meal prep um, because really everything stems from us um, and how we feel every day because when we feel good, we're more likely to exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, when we feel mm-hmm. organized, we're more likely to get those recipes done. So I think it really sure. is a combination of 20% fitness, 80% nutrition, and 100% that mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, which is going to be the actually next topic that um, I was going to go to in regards to mindset. And um, it seems like you have a large portfolio as to how you um, work with women, how you encourage them and empower them. So let's let's talk about depression because that is one of the major factors that causes women, even if they're they're on a good you know plan status or what have you, they have a good plan, they have already written down their goals. This is what I'm going to do, and then all of a sudden here comes something. Because some a lot of times uh, the mindset is motivated by um, by by different things, by food if they're going through things, or if they have a death in the family, or if they have something where they have lost their jobs, or um, you know, especially with the coronavirus, women have to uh, commute at home now instead of the you know the office and what have you. So how do you encourage women that are going through things like depression and what have you, and how to be able to lift them out of that type of uh, mental mindset so they won't go back? Um, to what it was that they, you know, especially if they're already, you know, on Mount Rushmore, we'll use that. You know, I'm already on Mount Rushmore. I got my meals, I got everything, and then here comes this this, this dilemma that has occurred in my life. And so now, because a lot of times women, they take the food. Um, and that's the reason why a lot of times you see women, you know, their weight, you know, is in, intact for about six months, and then the next six months, you know, they're bloated and what have you. So what are some of the examples that you would give to women as to impact them in that area as to when they're going through things? Should a woman already have things, already have goals prepared um, just in case if something does come up down the road and to be able to help them to be able to, um, you know, uh, overcome it or move past it? Because a lot of times, as I stated, a lot of times women, they, um, they, they, they have this, uh, dilemma. I've, you know, I've been guilty of it too. Have this dilemma. You know, we're exercising, we're doing everything right, and then here comes something to boil the issue over with a dilemma. It may be sickness. It may be someone that's going through in the family, or someone is going through on the job, and then we get back to the potato chips and the junk food and what have you. So, how would you be able to to impact women and to be able to help them to stay motivated and focused through? them going through uh, uh, troubled times. 
Yeah, I think that's such an important point. It's about keeping that vision. You know, Jim Rohn says, without vision, we perish. So if you don't have a vision Correct. for yourself right now, now's the time to get a to get a great vision for yourself. You know, where do you want to be in, in six months' time, a year's time, five years' time? What are the things that you want to achieve? What are the things that you want to do? What are the places that you want to go? What do you want to experience? Like, that's the first thing, and to hold on to that vision. And you know what? Life is all about testing us. I think it's the universe just testing us on a daily basis, you know, and pushing us to the next level of growth. So, you know, I feel like we're just kind of walking along and everything's going great. And then it's like, boom, universe is coming along. It's going to test you. And it's all about if you can pass that test, right? It is. I mean, mm-hmm, every mm-hmm. day something happens, whether it's a death in the family or somebody cuts you off on the road, right? Something happens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. So, you know, and it could be that somebody gets put off from, you know, their, their meal plan or their exercise for something that could be so small for somebody else. And I always say that, like, if you can just keep passing the test as the universe, you know, increases its test towards you, you're going to get stronger. Mm-hmm. You're going to get better. Um, you know, I remember when I was going through my divorce, you know, eight years ago, and I would be, mm-hmm. you know, rocking forwards and backwards on the sofa, and I'd get the Zoom call, and I'd be like, what's up, everybody? It's Rebecca Louise. And, like, I would be all happy, and then I would kind of go back into the into the sofa and cry, and I remember thinking, I'm going to go through this no matter what. Do I want to be fit, healthy, and happy on the other end? Or do I want to go through all of this and have be still be unhappy, unhealthy, and unfit at the end? So you're going to go through stuff anyway. Why not just do it with, you know, with good nutrition, with moving your body? And I'm not saying that it's easy. It's going to be harder to get yourself motivated, but you're going to feel better. In fact, it's even more important during those times that things happen for us that we get to show up a little bit stronger. We get to say, you know what? I know this is a hard day, but my body really needs to work out. It's going to make me feel better. Um, so, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you're going through, you know, it, it, it's completely normal to, to feel grief and to feel more tired and, and to have less motivation. But know that the only way to get through it quicker is to really look after your body. You know, as Jim Rohn says, our body is the only place that we have to live. And so when we really mm-hmm. focus on, you know, like filling ourselves up, because, you know, if you're feeling, if you're feeling pretty rough anyway because something's happened to you that day and then you go and eat a burger, you don't feel better. <laughs> you feel worse, mm-hmm. right? Or if you, you, know, right. You, you feel worse. So it's like how can you do things with nutrition and exercise that will actually make you feel better? Okay. Okay. Great. Great. So, the, which that's going to be the next uh, topic that we're going to talk about, and that's a nutrition plan. And so, you know, some years ago, I'll say I don't know, probably about 15 years ago, they had this no carbohydrates diet, and of course, I was um, taking that as well. And so, that's the reason why um, it is such a great time that you came onto the show to be able to help women to be able to understand a little bit better as to what types of uh, meals, nutrition planning that we all need so we can be able to see because our body has to have something, some type of protein or carbohydrate and what have you. So when it comes to, I think here in the United States, they have a a site called plate.gov or something like that, or myplate.gov, and it portions out your meals or it allows you to portion out your meals. So how do you, 
um, impact women as to a nutrition plan and what they need to put on that plate. Do they need meat every time that they eat for their basic meals every day, or can they be able to, um, you know, because I think I saw something on the, the news where you have to have meat for every um, actual breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and things like that. So, you know, everybody has their own opinions. That's the media. So due to the fact that um, you have um, successful um, uh, rewards, people, we see people on your website, they, this thing, this, whatever you're teaching them, is actually working. <laughs> so we like to deal with the experts. The media can say a whole lot of stuff. So what would you, um, what would you uh, basically um, gear a woman in the areas of nutrition planning and how they should be able to plan their plate each meal? Yeah, and then you get confused online. I'm not going to lie. Like, I can get confused, and there's so many different new things, and someone wants to sell a book, so they're going to write this, and they're going to write that. You know, for me, it's all about balanced nutrition, right? It's all about the balance. Okay. It's having, you know, your carbs, your protein, your, your veggies, you know, your complex carbs, and, and your fats, uh, the good fats, and then, you know, drinking plenty of water, and then eating throughout the day. You know, I remember, you know, before I got started on my nutrition plan, you know, in 2013, mm -hmm. you know, I would have a bowl mm -hmm. of cereal for breakfast, uh, very English thing to grow up having, which has got no protein in, not really no nutritional facts in it, but that's, you know, because of what you get sold. It's like that's what you have for breakfast in the morning. It's cereal. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, when I got started on my nutrition plan and I was told to eat more protein, not it wasn't a protein-high diet, mm -hmm. but it was more protein than okay. I'd eaten. And I was like... You know, I was like, am I going to bulk up? Like, I'm going to look like the Incredible Hulk. That's not the look I'm going for. And uh, what I realized was that uh, you actually need protein to tone. Like, you need enough protein, one, to maintain uh, your, your current lean mass, and then you also need it to keep you feeling full. Because a lot of times, okay. you know, we eat carbs, um, and then we're feeling really hungry afterwards, and it's because the protein mm -hmm. is actually what's going to keep you feeling full. So for me now, okay. you know, I eat six times a day. Uh, six main meals. I have a, a healthy smoothie for breakfast in the morning, um, and then I have snacks throughout the day that are all have protein in uh, to making sure that I'm feeding my body protein throughout the day, keeping my metabolism going, uh, keep getting that protein number in, and then adding in fruits and complex carbs. And you know, I have some supplements as well, but it's not reliant on that, and it's not to lose weight. You know, my supplements that we have. And not for people to, you know, drop a bunch of weight. It's if you feed your body good nutrition and you exercise and you're feeding your body optimal nutrition with some of our supplements, your body's going to work more efficiently and it's going to burn off the fat um, and you're going to lose weight. But it's mm -hmm. not doing it from a place of, right, we need to lose weight. It's like, no, we're going to start feeding your body really great nutrition and therefore your mm -hmm. body is going to get rid of the excess fat that it doesn't need. Um, so, so for me, that was a big shift because, you know, even I remember uh, one, of my, one of my clients uh, and she, you know, she suffered with an eating disorder and hadn't really had lunch since she was 14 years old. And she came to me at 23. And, you know, she, I'm telling her now she's got to eat six times a day. And she actually did it. Like, she didn't even think twice. You know, she'd been following me for a while. And she got started on her plan. And she, you know, gained 20 pounds of lean muscle because, you know, she was severely underweight. Um, so, you know, it's all about balance. And it's not to say that you can never have a cheat meal. Like, I didn't call it a cheat meal. It's like, kind of eat what you want but within reason if there's really a goal that you're mm -hmm. trying to achieve like have less treats um you know okay. how, you don't want to restrict yourself because then you start to think about it all day long you're like 
right, I'm not allowed chocolate, I'm not allowed chocolate. Then what are you thinking? Chocolate, 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 chocolate. It's like, oh, my goodness, this is in my head. You know, so, but if you're feeding your body yeah. other foods throughout the day, you're not going to be so hungry to eat those foods that maybe aren't as good for you. But it's all about moderation because, you know, I never say that we're going on a diet because first three letters of diet is die, and nobody wants to feel like that. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's just about feeding your body good, balanced nutrition, getting in water um, and then just understanding what your goals are, which are going to be able to help you, like how strict that you want to be by from the time frame that you want to uh, to have it done. OK, great. Absolutely. So here's the time, uh, Rebecca, where you can be able to share uh, with the audience um, your social media handles so they can be able to follow you Any publications that you have published, uh, any upcoming uh, webinars that you may have, uh, um, and any other links and blogs. You can be able to do this at this time. And your last thought to the audience of how to impact them um, in their nutrition and health. You can go ahead. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show. And yeah, everyone can find me, uh, Rebecca Louise Fitness on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, Twitter, all of the places. If you head on over to Rebecca-Louise.com uh, and click on challenges, uh, we have uh, brand new challenges every single month. They're free. You get daily workouts, recipes, a motivation guide, and it really does help you stay on track with our incredible community. I have a podcast called It Takes Grit, um, as well as a book that comes along with that, which is an Amazon bestseller, uh, It Takes Grit, as well. Um, and then I have my app as well. If you're looking for something a little bit more, you want to really track your progress, track your workouts, uh, you can download the app. It's called BTES with Rebecca Louise. And then the last quote that I'll leave you with is something that my mentor uh, taught me, because when you're starting a health journey, Uh, or you're starting fitness, a lot of people can be like, why are you doing this? What's it about? Um, And for me, he said, don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. And that really, 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 really did stick with me. Uh, Because, you know, there was people at the time that I used to go out and party with, and they didn't quite understand why I wanted to get healthy. And then I used to look at their life and be like, but I don't want to be like you. Uh, Because they weren't feeling healthy, and they weren't feeling great about themselves. So, you know, don't take advice from someone that you wouldn't trade places with. Um, I think is um, is a really, really great uh, lesson to learn um, and then just taking that through with you for the rest of your life on, on all areas, whether it's a job, whether it's a career that you want, don't take advice from someone you wouldn't trade places with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Rebecca, we would like to thank you for taking the opportunity out with us with Women Who Rock With Success to be our guest on today and to be, be able to provide these healthy tools and tools of nutrition in order for us to be able to maintain a healthy body, healthy mindset, and a healthy living. So, um, audience, you know where to go. You know, for for our next updates and what have you, you can go to our social media handles at Women Who Rock With Success on Facebook, Instagram, and um, LinkedIn, and then you'll find the latest uh, with our podcast guests and shows. So everyone have a wonderful day. Thanks once again, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me.